Yeah. yeah. Are y'all excited about the new upcoming uh, Beavis and Butthead reboot? It's been on for like five, five years. No, there's a movie. Yeah, oh, a movie. movie. Coming out. It's yeah. a Beavis and Butthead <gasps> Do the Universe or something like that. I and it looks that. incredible. <laughs> and apparently they're doing a reboot. They're bringing back the show and they're going to bring back the music videos, which should be totally... Yeah. Totally cool. Seriously, Ooh. it should be totally fucking cool. Uh, no, sir, we have not. No, that's... Uh, but you know what? I think we're fucking about to. All that's right. orange-flavored vodka. Hold on, unscrew us, Billion. Or is it tangerine? It's tambourine-flavored. It's, tambourine <laughs> <laughs> it's industrial it's vodka. It's industrial vodka. <laughs> it's the peach. Right, oh. give, give us an unscrewing. <sighs> it's, not, it's not as rewarding as uncorking. Not even close. Yeah. It's kind of like just finishing by yourself. (laughs) Okay, while they're doing the T-Rex arms, I will take a deep breath. And begin. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mel Nerdery Podcast with absolutely zero anesthesia, which is absolutely zero... 100%. 100% bullshit. I always fuck up the math. Damn it. We got the Billiam. What's that? Who's unscrewed. We got the Russell. Hey, everybody. Who's feeling screwed. We got the Wheeler. Hey! Hey. Who hopefully gets screwed. Yeah! And uh, oh, you got a gig tonight. I do have a gig tonight. It's kind kind of fun and kind of stressful, but the good thing is... Uh, yeah. You sharing a room with anybody? Uh, maybe. If not, I'll just drive back. I was going to hitch a ride with you. (laughs) It's possible. Maybe, but I don't know if I can share. But yeah, the the only thing about it is I get to work out my whole set on the way out there. And the good thing is it's time travel, not just because it's in Alabama, but also because they're an hour behind us. Yeah. So it's like, I'm technically driving like a really low budget, uh, time machine. Sort of. Yeah. Kind of. It's just, you know, you cross over a line and. Suddenly, the time's magical and different there. That's right. I guess that's why when I go to California, it's like, oh, there's unicorns walking down the street, just feeding from the feeding from the trough. Eating syringes. Let, let's get into this. Let's it, do this. That's what they do out there. What's what's this Clinky's episode of the Clinky Billion? Something orange. This is Deep Eddie vodka? I could tell by the bottle. Deep Eddie it's peach, peach vodka. That's right. Mm. Cheers, fellas. Oh. Yummy. Yeah. I could taste the peach, but I could definitely taste the vodka. Yeah. Yeah. But can you taste the Eddie? You know what? That'd be good with sweet freaking tea or (laughs) unsweet tea. Actually, it would be good in tea. Unsweet tea. That would be awesome. From Austin, Texas. Actually, you know what? That'd be a brilliant way to cut that. It'd be like like a relatively healthy speedball because it's unsweet tea. tea. No, that's what I do with a peach crown. Unsweet tea and peach crown. That's good shit. Peach crown is so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's, probably, it's probably trying to be that's that. That's not as sweet. That's not like sugary sweet. That's sweet enough to where it's like, right. oh, it's sweet, but it's not like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Mm. <laughs> All right. And good morning, is fellas. It, is it like Matthew sweet or more like Michael sweet? I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to figure it out. I don't know if I'm sweet or not. People say I am, but I don't know if I believe it. Oh, sweet. Russell, uh, why don't we go ahead and fuck roll into this episode's beer of the episode. For this episode, 145? Uh, six. 146. In God. fact, I believe uh, we're going to need Dos Mas, Billion. Yeah, probably. Because this one is almost 
Yeah, yeah, we got a little rambunctious. Kind of like my soul. Before the show started, I had to open yeah. a couple. So. All right, I went fairly simple on this. This is a well-known uh, brewery. It's the it's the Stone IPA coming to you It from, uh, what are they called? I said they were well-known. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. It's got all kinds of fancy shit on it. Wait a minute. Uh, the iconic West Coast style IPA. It's not the name of them. It's Stone Brewing. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I thought you just said that. I, well, yeah. Stone Brewing, yeah. They're the ones that did the Metallica beer. A couple yeah. Years ago. Remember that one? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't remember. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, this I've, I'm not gonna lie and say I've never had this one. I have had this one. This it's is their, Of course he has. The iconic West Coast style IPA. It's a six point nine percent alcohol by volume, and it's a greeny, uh, hoppy, gargoyle, gargoyle of beer. For sure. Well, now the gargoyle is. Uh, so is that the name of the beer? Is that what we're thinking? The Stone you know IPA what makes gargoyle. Me sad is you know there there's beers out there that I haven't got my hands on yet because our local dispensary doesn't uh, carry it. Yeah. But you know, Megadeth's got a beer, and I really yeah. would have liked to have bought that one today uh, for uh, obvious reasons. ACDC's beers out that just don't have any jazz. Bands have fucking beers. Mastodon's yeah. got a beer, which well, we've had we that one. Jack's we'll get ready to do Mastodon. We'll have to bring yeah. that one back. Melvin's have a beer. But Melvin's have a beer. So. But yeah, under the gargoyle, it's got a... You want me to read that, Russell, or you, you want to read that? That's pretty fancy. read that. All right, I can read it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's got a stone IPA on the album cover, which you can see here. And it says gargoyle, and it's got it like the pronunciation from the dictionary or the thesaurus if you're into dinosaurs. And uh, it says gargoyles are historically known as protectors against evil spirits. Evil! So, since the beginning, our stone gargoyle has represented our ceaseless quest to create the most awesome beers imaginable. Word. Think of the gargoyle as the big friend that's got your back. Ever vigilant, ever watchful, and ever your humble servant. Hops are Magnum, Chinook, Centennial, Jaca, Calypso, Ella, Vic Secret. So like Victoria's Secret? I don't know. It's got underwear in this. Flavor notes are lemon peel, tropical, and dank. Dank. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, this shit's got weed in it. Hell yeah, I want me a weed That's beer, man. That's kind of the thing with all the IPAs now. They try to yeah. make them taste like weed. Let's be honest. I mean, IPA, I mean, hops is basically, it's weed. It's the same family yeah. as plant. So, it's a weed. So it's good, you know. Uh, very nice IPA. Yeah. Also, it's a uh, 6.9 by volume. So drink slowly. Yeah. That's okay. And that's... Uh, this will make the right name. It's that much you better. Brewing. <laughs> hells to you uh, in your delicious IPA beers. Uh, we love the taste of your gargoyle. Yes, we do. So that concludes Your gargoyle tastes delicious in our mouths is what Thank we're trying you. to say. Good night. And all right. You know what? What's that? It's time for the next segment. All right. You know what that segment is, right? Voice I'm starting to wonder, like, from a, from an ordering perspective, thinking about my set for this show, like, if we ought to do the voicemail segment and then the we'll play WPYS segment, or if we should do it backwards. What do you I think? don't think it really matters. You don't? No. I think uh, we, well, we you just You don't think go. corporate's going to give us? I mean, corporate gets all weird I about... Fuck HR, dude. <laughs> I, I mean... You are aware this is being recorded. I know. Oh, fuck. WWJD, what would Joe do? And by Joe, I mean Rogan. 
Oh, yeah. Not that other fucking retard Joe. I'm talking oh. about. <gasps> you can't oh, use you that word. Sorry. Astard. You can't okay. use that word. Fucktard. How about that? You can't say R. Or ass fucktard. Or fuck ass tard. You can't say tard. Can't, yeah. can't say tard? Can't no. say tard. Yeah. Really? What happens if you're late for school? E. It's different. Yeah, you're E. You're running late. No, you're not late. You're E. e. I, I don't feel tardy. <laughs> you can say tardy, but you can't say uh, tard. Well, technically, but really, so a fire extinguisher is like a fire retarder. It's a fire <laughs> retardant. <laughs> Just like TV. TV is a retardant. We're stepping over the line. I know. I really am. You know, should we get into the... Um, Let's do this since you got it up. Since you already pulled yeah, it up. It's let's, up. Let's get into the email segment and then we'll do the voicemail segment and then we'll do the, the fucking docket. Other one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, the, or the we'll play your shit one. Or that. Okay. So the email segment. We don't have a thing for the email segment, but so this email is from Adam. And I believe he is uh, from the band that we showcased on the last episode on our Damn. industrial metal one, which was. Wait for it. Becoming death. Yes. Thank you guys for playing our shit. You're welcome, Adam. We know we are not traditional metal by any stretch. We're just two guys with a lot of sense. Well, that's basically not interesting. S Y M T H S. Yeah. Okay. Synthesis. Dick. I'd personally love to have a guitarist join up. Well, obviously, because we make things better. Um, just kidding. It was a real honor to be featured on an episode with Ministry and and Nin. We were both huge Stabbing Westford fans as well. Thanks again. P.S. Keep the episodes coming. I'm a huge fan. I work for a sanitation company, and your podcast keeps me sane. Adam, you are most welcome, and hail to you, sir. Thank hail you for you, that sir. Thanks enjoyable, for enjoyable yes. uh, email. Awesome. And then, uh, and then, oh, yeah, and if you want to, uh, this kind of ties in with the next segment that will be coming directly after this one, but if you want to, Give us a call and leave us a voicemail. You can do so at 980-666-8182. I threw that last part in just to kind of, so kind of like the jingle, but kind of not. But kind of also. I'm getting there. Hold on. Okay. You know what? In in the interim, while while Billion pulls that up, I just want to read. We have a, a review. Um, I thought it was a great one. Uh, uh, no, I got, I got to read a, it. Hold on. It was a great review. It was. <laughs> it was a great it review. It was a great review. I enjoyed it. It was a great review. And this is from, uh, we're, we're going to say it's the son <laughs> It's the son of the return of Fuckbag. That's who this is. So some of y'all are going to get the reference because, well, you'll see. <laughs> the Axe Body Spray of Podcasts. That's the best <laughs> line ever. Yes, hail to you, sir. Or madam, or other. Oh, yeah. um, one, one star review. Here we go. The one who thinks he's funny is the least funny. I Sorry, Russ. Probably, yeah. maybe. Or it might be me, I don't know. <laughs> Belching into the microphone is gross. No, oh, that's not. both of us. If you miss hanging out with guys from the bar who think they're cool because they heard of Frank Zappa... This is the podcast for you. Who's Frank Zappa? <laughs> well, that was where I came in with the whole the return of the son of yeah, fuckbag. I'm lost. Yeah. It's a f- weird Frank Zappa. The Frank Zappa fans will get it. Oh, didn't he sing for Steve I at one point? Well, no, he had like a... He, it, it, <laughs> actually, yeah, dude. It was on the Passion and Warfare, I think. <laughs> he was Steve I's Frank singer. Zappa. So anyway, thank you to the return of the son of still the fuckbag for that 
kind one-star review. That was excellent. It was excellent. I enjoyed it. All right, let's let's get back to the voicemail segment. I'm the sorry. Whole belching into the mic. I mean, that's just fun. That's good I know, stuff. I'm I'm sure a lot of people don't like it. No, my wife don't really it. care. She yeah, she finds I love it. that she hates it. I'm sure that people don't like it, but like. Lights up. Yeah, I mean. It's body noises. Your body does it too. Have you too. never heard somebody? I know it's not professional, but we're not a professional bullshitters yeah. either. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just silly to. I mean, we kind of are a little bit. We're three idiots with yeah, microphones. I mean, exactly. We're professional idiots, yes. Russell. It's There's a difference. And when you're hanging out with your buddies and you're drinking beers, you're going to fucking burp. And look, to be if fair. If I had a mic next to my ass. Boom. That's where I was yeah. going, Russell. There. Yeah. We would yeah. amplify our sphincters. That's if, what we would do. If that guy was like that, if he was hanging out with his buddies and he's talking metal and he's bullshitting with his friends, he's going to fucking burp. He's, yeah. pro- he's probably mags. His burps are like a th- solid three. Like yeah. they don't have don't any know, depth. Like, the whole base. thing, like I get it. It's not professional. I, it's not I get a, it's, it. It's gross. It's not. It is. But at the same time, it's are you going to really, are you going to cry about it? It's really? a fart. And I'm not really doing it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> it's a mouth fart. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. I'm sorry. I know that's aw- exhausting and off-putting and smells nothing like Axe Body Spray, but yeah, it smells more you're like welcome. Stone IPA. So thank you. Return of the Son of Fuckbag. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you for that one-star review because those just make us stronger. And now, the voicemail segment. I enjoyed your seasoning in the abyss episode. How's <laughs> <laughs> that? Hey, that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Sometimes I think this post has like like phone call relaxer amnesia where it's kinda like no, that's all I wanted to say. Nothing else. I thought that's I had good, like man. Well, he's the only one with the balls out there to call. Yeah. Indeed. He's monopolized. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and if you'd like to have balls like the Mighty Mighty Pissing Post, you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 980-666-8182. That's right. All right, how about, uh, all right, here we go. Okay. Got the jingle. We're not going to do the industrial version. We're just going to do the regular, got the noise gate turned all the way to 10. So it'll, it'll, cut, it'll cut out all the unnecessary noise, Russell, you know. I don't know if you have like a whole backline system or not, but yeah. anyway, this is our, uh, <clears throat> I'm excited about it. Maybe it's just the show energy day, and I just feel good about it. But here we go. You need a key. <clears throat> yeah, I got it. There you go. Metal Nerdery will play your shit. Ah. Yeah. See, y'all added it. In. That was post-production shit, y'all. I fucking had it gated to where there was, like, nothing. Y- y'all did the shit to I was I was leaving it right at shit. I was doing what Bob Rock should have done, like, cut off, cut all those off. You so it's like it before the T. Shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Ooh, there it is. Perfect. I did fucking. I did it. Perfect. I did it. It's beautiful. I got a uh, or we, excuse me. We, yeah. Uh, the metal nerdery. But you responded, so technically, it's a I received an IG message from a um, local band out of Atlanta, Georgia, yeah, that, not far from our thirty third floor inverted underground Bucket Poon Studios, right, and. uh that's not them, though. That's not it? No. Okay, hold on. Uh, these fellows sent us, a, sent us a message on direct IG saying, uh, hey, what do we got to do to get our music played on your show? Uh, <laughs> it's said, real simple. Yeah, send a direct link. and um, We'll play your shit, ta. Well, they sent a link. <laughs> so then I looked at their uh, bio and noticed that they were from Georgia, where, where we're at. South America. 
And um, I mean, it is. And I told him, I said, hey, we are also in the greater Tri-County, Metal Nerdryville area. Metropolitan and, Atlanta area. Uh, you know, give us a heads up if you have any shows coming up. Well, they do. What do you know? Yeah. Uh, Whereabouts, it's, Russ? It's, it's a place called Sweetwater Live, which I've played music ad i've uh one of my old bands used to play there matthew i've done comedy there he did comedy there professionally for money kind of like fuck bags mom it's one <laughs> <laughs> she didn't fuck there but although there was midget wrestling there like two weeks ago i, I love goblin cock <laughs> yes he does i haven't done that for money yet either anyway but um yeah it is just, just for fun <laughs> as of right now <laughs> It's just a matter of time. So anyway, these guys are playing July 2nd at Sweetwater Live, which is a, um, it's actually a cool venue. The stage is cool. It just has that old school, like dirty dive bar, Atlanta metal. It's my favorite feel. place in like, Atlanta to do comedy. Like the rec room had? It was the rec yes. room in Gwen. In the burbs. Yeah. It's the burb yeah. rec room, basically. And uh, it's glorious. It's a big pool hall has, you know, that has a whole separate venue for the music. So that's cool because all the pool tables are in a separate area. But still, there's plenty for everybody to do. And uh, I haven't eaten there in a long time, but I remember they used to have pretty good wings. Dude, their food is excellent. Their wings yeah. are good. They got this burger that's like a mammoth. It's like a like a Flintstones burger, like a Brontosaurus burger. It's a delicious fucking burger. Right. Their fries are good. Their food's good. So anyway, it's Hold cool venue. All, great stuff. And uh, But he said they were playing there uh, July 2nd, which is a Saturday. And for old people like me who work during the week. We need to be able to do it when we can sleep in tomorrow. Saturday That's night's right. a good night. Until 730. Amen. And then now that I'm thinking about it, that means I'm going to have Monday off. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, because July 4th we will be Monday. Cool, yeah. man. Let's do some meth that weekend. That's going to be yeah. awesome. We'll yeah. stay up for three days. But the guys, maybe they'll have some. We still need to get with Brad and Tommy. And... Ah, yeah, that's true. Oh, what? For uh, Stoner Metal. Wait, no, no, no. What was the name? Our, what was. What, st- were we going to be Stoner Cock? No. Is that going to be the name? I, of the... There's a long list that we have to narrow down. I know, but I thought I thought I kind of felt like we thought Stoner Cock was a really good name for kind of like Goblin Cock. It's but... not. It's not there. Stonebone. Stone. That's it. Yeah, anyway. Pro- yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Russell. I totally hemp stepped cunt. all over you. Anyway. Hemp pimp. Hemp cunt. Um, hemp cunt. Yeah. So these guys are called Stoned Hinge yeah. out of Atlanta, Georgia. He sent me a direct link to the song Taking Control. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Let's give it a listen. Yeah, here we go. That's awesome. <laughs> that is not creeper, is what we're saying. That almost has like a kind of cathedral, a little bit maybe. The production almost reminds me of Albatross a mm-hmm. little bit. It's pretty close, yeah. Very COC ish. I love the fact the vocals are different yeah. than most stoner bands, you know. It reminds me of 
Lemmy was like a wizard. Yeah. Like more than a normal wizard. Weird. It's like Clutch meets Doom yeah. meets yeah. Stoner. Yeah, yeah. Like old Clutch, but yeah, like Clutch. Yeah. yeah, I hear the Clutch. The singer sounds like he's a giant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like he makes Peter Steele look like a dwarf. Right. I kind of dig that. That's yeah. really cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. And if you'd like to tell us what you think, you can hit us up on the socials, on the IG, on the FB. You can email us at metalnerdery at gmail.com. Or even better, you can leave us a vocal review of what you just heard at 980-666-8182. Hey, that was perfect. Again, that was stone. Sometimes we just feel it. Hinge. Stone. Hinge. Sometimes. You know, sometimes you just like feel it. You know, it's like when you're in the groove and you feel it. It's like sometimes you get like, you know, a whole thing of big red and it's like fucking they fucking feel the groove. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. That's okay. That's pretty good though. I hadn't seen you in a while. Laryngitis. Well, you know, it's like it's like a been on tour. You know, it's like I upgraded from like Big Red to Wrigley's because you know it's like Big Red's really good and everything, but it loses its flavor really quick. So it's like a really like juicy fruit because that's what I had on the Black album. The Black. <laughs> that's how he says it. I've noticed black. like the, <laughs> I've noticed the way he says shit real subtly. He's like, you know what? Well, sometimes you know it's like we were working on the Black album and the uh, Black. Uh, I can't do it. Well, Jim Brewer always does the huh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like we're getting ready to go out on tour, huh? <laughs> he does that. a great version. I know he does. He fucking does awesome. <laughs> his Brian Johnson is excellent. Yeah. I don't think it's as good as mine, though. But Talking about <laughs> the gum that loses its flavor, though. It's yeah. like the best flavored gum in the world was Fruit Stripes. Remember that? I love that shit. Oh, it yeah. Tastes so f- and then, like, it was the cocaine of gum. Yeah, let's be honest. Four seconds, seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. There's no flavor. There's no all. flavor. It's like you chewed all the color out of the gum, right. basically. Right. All right. Well, that was productive. Indeed. Yeah, I'm feeling better about Five myself. Five hours in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm fucking All right, hyped well, you guys have a good week. Yep. We'll talk to you later. All right. Y'all take care now. Good job, Aniston. Get ready. All right. By the time y'all hear this, the show will have already happened. So Going to Jennifer another... Aniston's. No, not Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, Alabama. <laughs> y'all ever know she got better looking as she got older? I swear. You know what? Apparently, she's... Uh... She looks the same as she has. Uh, maybe I just... I, mean, I like her better now after I found out she's funny. Because I hated her own friends. <laughs> like, I thought she was cute, but I, I couldn't stand her. But then I saw like horrible bosses. And uh, well, here's a question: We're, we're the Millers or whatever. Yeah. Could you? She was. Could great. you not stand her because she was such a good actress and she totally nailed that kind of prima donna? Rich Maybe that was role. it. Because I didn't know she had a personality. I just thought yeah. she was a. I mean, most actors. She don't. always had a snarl. She had this like sour look on her like face, like resting bitch face. Always. Most women on the show. Have that. But then, as uh, like I said, as guys have resting dick face, Billiam, there's a yes. difference. Like no, I, I know. Yeah. I've got I resting. Just, I just dick learned face. about the resting bitch face. Yeah, resting yeah. bitch Not face. Too long it's, been, uh, it's been around. She always to me on Friends. She always looked like she smelled shit. She had that look on her face. Just she like, smelled shit. Yeah, I, I like know. her like upper lip. Kind I didn't of. like her, but yeah. like I said, after I found out she was funny and she had a sense of humor, but we're the Miller. She was fantastic. It was fucking great. Of course, that's writing too. Yeah, but you it's have acting. to be able yeah, to. That's it's true. acting, dude. It's acting. Oh, like she, it's funny. She's playing a character. Yeah. It's acting. It's, it's not real good. life for us. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You know, speaking of humor, Russ, I wanted to pass you a quick one-liner before we get into this week's uh, docket. But uh, I love Goblin Cock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're ready to go. That's all the one-liner we need. <laughs> Wasn't the one, but... Uh, <laughs>
<laughs> it, you know what? It's tangential, billion. So thank you for doing that. Let's see, I was uh, somewhere eating the other day, and they had a little little sign thing on the table. It said, "Every Thursday is boneless Thursdays." Mm-hmm. It's a wings place, and I thought, "Fucking hey, man." Every Thursday is boneless Thursday for me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> thank you. All right. Good night. And now. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Monday. Pretty much well. any day that ends in Y, man. Yeah. Boneless, unless it's self-administered bone. That's SAB if you're looking for an acronym. Yeah. But I'm a big SAB fanatic. You don't waste a lot of energy that way. No, you don't. Or money. No <laughs> or drama. money. No Not drama at all. involved. Yeah. Not at all. No drama, no money. Wash no. your hands, go make a sandwich. It's kind of kind of peaceful. It's the way of the monks. Well, I have a really super-duper important question for you there, Matthew. Yes. Uh, what's on the docket there, pal? I was just telling Billiam earlier, I think a lot of folks, I don't know this for a fact, but I think it, I think a lot of people somehow kind of forgot about that little old record between peace cells and rest in peace. By the mighty, mighty Mega Dave. Mega Dave. Mega Death. Yes. That'd be that so far so good. So what? Yeah. So fucking what? Yeah. Oh. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. What did you think about it when you first heard it? Well, or, or, well, I guess back up. Did you hear, what did you hear in the Mega Death catalog first? The first thing I ever heard from Megadeth was the uh, bumper music for the MTV News. Okay, so the the titly from the prior album. Right. right? Okay. And then, so I bought the prior album, Mm -hmm. you know, because of that. And uh, That's Peace Cells, by the way. Yeah. Uh, But I bought this one. This was right in my heyday of uh, thrash, and, you know, I was... I was buying all the anthraxes, all the Metallica. Well, this was during like the thrash binge period when it was kind of like, you know, ooh, new thrash stuff, got to go have it. Right. I don't care. I'll vacuum the whole house with my tongue. I got to go buy that album. So I'll do it. If you need me to, I'll do it. Um, It's it's third on my Megadeth list. Third? Yeah. Kind of a dark horse. My first. Well, this one's kind of a dark horse, I think. What do you think, Billy, when you first heard it? I know you're not the biggest Megadeth fan. So. No, I mean, yeah, I always like the music, but now. As I listen to it, I I like it more. I can appreciate so, the lens right. of time. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for a minute, I was about to say, "What do you mean?" Do you I'm mean? with. I'm that way with a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I didn't like when I was younger. I'm, I tend to have grown into or like it better now. Maybe it's nostalgia or whatever. But I always liked Megadeth. But uh, I really liked the album after this. But I think yeah. this is a great album. But like I said, this is my number three. Well, and and one of the things because we talked about doing a dive on the one after this, which would be Rest in Peace. And we talked about doing that. And not that we necessarily have to autistically go in order every time, every everything, but But you do. But I do. In a way, but it's like also I kind of feel like you can't really understand Rest in Peace unless you hear this first in context. Yeah. Uh who was on lead guitar on this one? Sorry. Wow, that burp smelled like Axe body spray. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Jeff Young. Okay. So I think he was like, that was back in the days of, dude, everybody went to the Guitar Institute of Technology and they could play killer solos and sweep and play with their pinky down like 20 frets. Oh, that, yeah. That Remember he used days. to measure how far he could go. Yeah. Fretboard. It's like nobody can outdo John Petrucci, man. He can he can do like hammer-ons from like the first fret to the 12th and, and the 6th, like all in the middle. And like <laughs> nobody... <laughs> Nobody can match that. But uh, I will say this probably had to. <laughs> it's not COVID ASMR. <laughs> that was a burp ASMR. I think chronologically I was out of order because I think I may have heard 
in my darkest hour. I think they had a video for that, did they not? Well, I heard it on the Western so decline of the Western civilization of all years. Um, well, you know that was written, I think, about Mr. Burton, Mr. Cliff Burton, or it was dedicated to Mr. Cliff Burton, and that was kind of even like in a way that was sort of like Megadeth's first. I don't want to call it a ballad, but let's be honest, that's kind of... It's ballady. Eh, in kind a of ballad-ish. Not ballad, but yeah. But even it, it was then, a ballad like Sanitarium's a ballad. You know what I mean? It's it was not, a ballad maybe kind of like... It's a love song, but yeah. it's, you know... <laughs> it was a dirge. That's what it was. Right. It's a dirge. The one... I was telling Bill this when I got here. The one thing... The one thing that kind of bothered me mm. about this album... I liked it when I got, I got it on the cassette when I was a kid. Remember when you get the cassette... It had the inlay card, and the inlay card would actually go over yeah. the cassette shell, and you could like read the whole thing. And, and it fold out. Do that a lot. Yeah. Well, they had all these released, and then in 2004, Megadeth or Megadave decided to go back and remaster, mixify, and remasterize mm-hmm. all the old albums. Right. And it totally changed the sound. The thing about this one. Mm. The drums on this one, because at this point, Gar Samuelson's out on drums, and now Chuck Baylor, who I think was Gar's drum tech, if I'm mm. not mistaken, actually came in. The drums had, on the when it originally came out, the drums had like a lot of reverb on it, so it made the drum sound like really fucking fat, like huge. Full. Well, when Dave remasterized it, it just got to where it sounded like like Tinny. it took out all the took out all the balls. He tried to make it sound more like the. Um, it's like he neutralized the drums. AJFA. He, yeah, drums. he fucking just. Just. He did the injustice treatment for the fucking drums, yeah. which is crazy. It's like fucking a dude. You may as well just fucking play a tambourine with drumsticks. Then how about that? You know. So which one are we gonna listen pad. to today? Are we gonna listen to the original? Or are we gonna go back? Uh, uh that depends on if the the tentacles across the table can do it. Uh, the two thousand four. So, well. Isn't that special? But I have noticed anytime you see where it says Paul Laney mix or Laney, I think he's the first uh, dude that produced it. First I, go round. I really, uh, I know this is a crazy labos. thing to say because a lot of people don't like Dave's voice. I like Dave's voice on this album. What do you mean? I, I like it on this album. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Beavis. Fucking is, A, how did Beavis get in here? <laughs> Beavis is hey, Beavis. Uh, Shut up, butthole. And they started with a uh, into the lungs of hell the instrumental. Instrumental, yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. So uh, there's one cover on this one. Yeah, yeah. Anarchy okay. in the UK. Yeah, which thankfully he changed the lyrics to Anarchy in the USA, okay. which is where we're headed to because pretty soon, maybe that might actually be better. Maybe not. I don't know. You're gonna yeah, get fact checked. You think? Yeah. I'm not gonna get fact checked. You're gonna get fact checked. You think? Yeah. That's, doesn't that sound kinky almost? Fact, would you fact like to, check. Would you fact. like to go to a discotheque in Germany and get fact checked? I saw the greatest fact check ever yesterday. Fact check uh, ever. Without getting too political, one of my buddies posted something about the uh, food distribution centers that have all been torched in like the last... Yeah, funny how that happens, isn't it? Like 12 major food distribution centers across the country have burnt to the ground. Hilarious. And Don't know why, do they? There's a meme about it. And the meme's like, funny how all this happened under uh, Biden or, or, or in, you know, whatever, whatever. But the fact checked was not that 12 food distribution centers didn't burn down. They just didn't all happen under Biden. Like three of them were before Biden became president. Uh, <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> like, this is it. 
So that is strange, though. I mean, it's really not across the country. These major food distribution warehouses have burnt to the ground. Well, we don't want, you know, none of us want to wear that tinfoil hat of the conspiracy cuckold, but, but we know it's, it's real. weird. It's, yeah, real. it's just weird that that shit's happening. Yeah. And, and we keep being told about food shortages and I'm like, well, why the fuck did oh. they see it's all of a sudden burned to the ground in the last year? And, and don't forget, don't forget. We're being told about all those food shortages now after, right. after we finally just, Oh, you mean the, the most deadly plague in the history of the fucking entire civilization of the goddamn planet earth? Just, Vanished? Yeah. Just, well, just gone. It's, yeah. it's not Most gone. dangerous plague ever. It's not, ever. Gone. It's no. not gone. My mother-in-law currently is. has it. Yeah. And one of my brother-in-laws currently so has it. Do they even know they have it? Uh, it? They tested positive. But Do they even know they have it? They tested positive. Other than <laughs> testing positive, do they even that's fucking the answer, know they have that's it? That's the answer to yeah. the question. Did they right? vomit they snot out of their ear holes or something? No. no. They, they got a cold, so they go and get a COVID test, and okay. it comes back positive. Yeah. If I get a cold, I'm going out sneezing on every fucking thing in the world. I'm going to go downtown. I'm just going to go to nice. every... Why not? <laughs> I'm going to go around and lick doorknobs in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get this shit started. Uh, one more thing on that, just because <laughs> it's, it's funny to me. Uh, oh, what on the most deadly plague in the history no, of the, the universe? New deadly, the new deadliest. Oh, what the uh, monkey monkey. Uh, yeah. what shingles? You can shingles. only get that by putting your penis in the wrong place. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> it's sexually transmitted. That's <laughs> uh, because I don't use my left hand, Russell. That's why I'm a righty guy. Stranger in the tub. That's right. I mean, I, I kind of did the other day. I just to try, just to try it out. I didn't tell righty about it though. It, Gross. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night and one of your hands is going to be killing the other out of jealousy. No, my left hand is going to be murder. (laughs) They'll be arm wrestling. (laughs) That's what they'll be doing. They'll be arm wrestling. And this is why you don't do drugs when you're teenagers. (laughs) Wait till you get older. All right, let's get back into the music. Let's do it. Fuck. An instrumental intro? Who'd have thunk it into the lungs of hell? There's some acoustic guitar back there. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that before? I don't think so. There's also some horns you can hear. The trumpets. Oh, wow. Very victorious. Or apocalyptic. It's like Tchaikovsky. That's Dave. See how the snare drums back there like. Yeah, I was drowning out the guitar too much on that. <laughs> on the original. Kind of like how the bass drowned out the drums too much when I does this fall. Yes. Sorry, not being petty. Natural feedback. Love that shit. I always like that. Very yeah, visual. Like, yeah. It's an instrumental. It just has a very visual feel to it.
It's all about the technicality. I mean, the snare doesn't sound bad, but it's just like before it just had, like as a kid, I remember the the drums on this one just had like a huge, yeah, especially the, uh, in the, its predecessor, not predecessor, the aftercessor. What's the one that comes after? Sorry. Dude, we should just get like an axe body spray post jingle the and follow up and just make that like the new button. No, the rest, rest in peace. Same with the drums. Like the drum sound on that one's very, very distinct, just like with this one. Mm-hmm. And when you remix it, all the drums kind of sounded the same. Mm. I'd have to hear the old one because it's been a very, very long time. Yeah, it makes it me sad. Veggie, veggie. Unless it's going to be one of those weird Mandela effect things. And it's kind of like, dude, it was never like that. What yeah, I could be talking about it. Yeah. What'd yeah. you do, man? Did you smoke some LSD back in the day and didn't mean to do that? Uh-huh. Were you in... Huh? 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 <laughs> Should have put the CD up on the dryer. I'm sure you have it, right? I've got the remasterized version. Uh, I got the tape, the original tape, version. Yeah. You got a cassette, got cassette player? Cassette. I, I do think, have a cassette player. I think I have the tape as well. In fact, I actually... Uh, when I did the Dirty Deeds dive, I actually had to break out my Dirty Deeds cassette to be able to nice. get these tracks. I yeah. mean, you know, you, oh man, you could have used YouTube, just typed it in, listen to the whole thing, or go to Spotify and do it. Would have saved you a whole lot of time. Yeah, but you know what? I, Rosie. But I couldn't have enjoyed the weird backmasking at the end of side one of the cassette because I guess the tape cassette player was so sensitive you could actually hear the other side oh, playing yeah. as it was finishing out during like very faintly you'd have to turn it up and you'd hear like yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's what it sounded like, but I mean, way up. Okay. How about some nuclear <laughs> holocaust, man? God dang. I was giving space for the crickets. Crickets, they're going to be there, man. They are going to be I there. don't like talking all over the crickets. Right. I don't either. Just let them go. Don't deny the power of crickets. Yeah, don't deny the power of nuclear warfare either. Yes, sir. Set the world on fire. Deedle. Actually, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Record scratch. Sorry. If you don't mind, Billiam. Yes. See those ones at the bottom where it says uh, Paul, Paul Lanny mix? Yeah. Pick that one if you can find it, big fella. Why? Because uh, it sounds better. It sounds more like what was on the actual cassette when I got it back in 1988. More so than the little, you know, and Justice for All drums. You know what? I wonder oh, if that was... came out in 89. Wait, uh, yeah, it was 88, machine. bro. Oh, it was 88. What is it? I almost wonder... Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I almost wonder on some level if Dave, like, did this as a lesson to Lars to show why you shouldn't mix things down in the mix. Like, he purposely did the drums. Like, it's a... It could be a metal conspiracy theory. Maybe he mixed the drums down on all of his albums to show Metallica how much... Yeah, to show him how much of a mistake they made by mixing out the bass. So he took it out on the drummer because the drummer was the reason. I'm sorry, that's that's way too deep. That's pretty deep. Yeah, it's pretty deep. Um, yeah, it sounds it's like a CON conspiracy to me. Man. That's right, man. Hey, man, I don't want to set the world on fire. That fucking dude might. I think I want another one of these. No. Yeah, you do. Don't be a pussy, man. Come on. Be a man, Russell. They're delicious. How could you not? Give me a white claw. Yeah. (laughs) 
How many crunchy ball riffs right. can you fit in one song? He sat in a room with a guitar and just did stuff. Uh, with every intention to be way more technical than Metallica. There's 18 riffs in this song before the words start. And he just got lucky it sounded good. That's the relaxers, bro. That's the reason. That's the secret. Because I think on this album, he was on all of them. See how the drums sound huge? Sounds like he's hitting a piece of wood with a hammer. Yeah, but it sounds loud as fuck, though. Next part's heavy as shit. This was the heaviest thing I think I'd heard Megadeth do at this point in my life. kind of feel like this was the last thrash album by Megadeth because Rust really? in Peace it has thrash in it but it's more metal I think it, um, it, that's neither here nor there but what I was going to say what I like I think it's thought provoking the Russell so it's not you, a bad thing what you said earlier about this kind of leading into um, Rust in Peace vocally what I was saying I liked about this album is I do think vo- he learned how to write lyrics and music together better on this album than he had previously like um you know give, give me a for instance slightly fit better like rhythmically or yeah, just the th- way it, the tone of the song i hate to or? say more commercial but in a way it's more commercial like uh you go back to the first album, like more accessible yes it the, it just didn't fit before. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. yeah, he was much more concerned about the guitar yeah. than he ever was about the vocals until I think this album and it became more melodic. It, like, uh, um, but remember now on this album, he was literally on like all the relaxers, all the drugs, like all of them. Well, I mean, Peace Cells was kind of an early. Uh, he was on commercial. some of them then, but yeah. I mean, on this one, he was yeah. on all of them. <laughs> right. It's like if you look at the drug, if you break out the drug tracker for Dave Mustaine through their career, this one, Spike. Right. Huge well, I mean, Spike. The first song on the album is instrumental, so that tells yeah. you where his mind was at. The same kind and, of huge Spike that we get every time Fuckbag gives us a negative review. We just get, it just gets bigger. It yeah. just, sorry. But it, I don't know. This is just my thought. This is what's flying through yeah. my, my empty skull. But um, 
I thought this was progression into a more melodic Megadeth. And everything pretty much after this album was extremely melodic. I mean, from uh, from Rest in Peace on. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. How how long can you be angry at everything? I mean, yeah, right. eventually you can take a... You can, I mean, you know, Dave did that at some point. He got successful. He kind of took a little bit of a break. He was still angsty, mm-hmm. but he wasn't angry. Right. Like here he was angry. On Peace Sells, he was angry. And then right. by Rust of Peace, he was kind of, eh, what do you mean? Uh, you know, not quite as, you know, what the fuck do you mean? I'm just saying. I, that, just, I feel that, like he became a better songwriter. Um, yeah, but that's From inevitable. this album on. But that's know? inevitable. And by yeah. the way, folks, uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and say this right now. I'm, you know what? It's going to be the first time we say this on the air. Well, today, the day that we're recording, which is June the Quattroth of 2022, is the 26th anniversary of Load Numero Uno. Oh, the first load. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Which is proof that, I mean, really, it's inevitable that you're going to evolve as a songwriter, as a musician, and as an artist. You're not going to do the same thing at 30-something as you would do at 20-something. Absolutely. Same with Megadeth. Right. It'd be ridiculous if he put out, because in a way, there's facets of this that sounds like they could have been on P-Cells. Yeah. And then there's some that sounds like, okay, that's a little more different than P-Cells. You know, and I'm reminded of Megadeth's change every time I get in my car because my phone defaults when it starts playing music through the Bluetooth. Yeah. Bluetooth? Yes. The first song, I guess, in my library is a Tout Le Monde. Tout Le Monde. And every time I get in my car, no matter what I listen to last, it could have been Ghost, it could have been Dio, whatever. But when I get in my car the next time, the first fucking song that jumps on is a Tout Le Monde. And then guess what's after that one? Swanch. Abigail. Sorry. That's a fucking... (laughs) And then Ace of Spades. So it goes from a Tout Le Monde. You know, off topic, I think at some point, I almost want to do like redo the Abigail one because I feel like we got cheated on like a few last last songs. We got to do them. We could, we do have to do them. Yeah, that's a good one. We got to do all of them, man. Yeah, man. God dang, fucking dang old. I'm sorry. Megadeth is currently on tour in the European. Yeah, and I think uh, the European. Hey, well, I think James Lomenzo is now officially their new forever bass player. Um, Mustang was sick when he was here in Atlanta. What do you mean? Or not in Atlanta, excuse me. In uh, where did my friend go see him? Charleston. Like COVID or just like an awesome show? Uh, no, he was sick, sick. Like he had the flu or some shit. He couldn't sing. Oh, who gives a shit about the flu, man? That's not the most dangerous disease fucking plague ever. Was in 1917. Wiped out a third of the earth. Don't you love how everybody loves to bring that shit up? <laughs> third of the earth. Well, in 1918, there was the Chinese flu and the fucking... It was Spanish. All those people are dead and who cares? Oh, what, does it have more God. spice to it or something? Or That's <laughs> where it came from. I could be a little more on board with Originated. having an ethnically named it's virus. If it had flavor. Like every, every time I sneezed and there was snot and there was like a little flavor burst in my sinesis and taste buds, I could, I could accept it. I'm like, you know what? The fever sucks. The congestion sucks. But it tastes delicious every time I sneeze. I could... I could get along with that. And the sound of fingers pressing buttons all over the world right now. <laughs> what? Stop. Yeah. No. Let's move into the next podcast. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. <laughs> Triggered. I'm sorry. I can't take it. Uh, let's play a cover song. Let's do. Right now. Yeah. 
few people have done this one. Yep. Yeah. Crew did it. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Ooh. Traffic light. It's a shop. think it's funny that as bad as punk bands hated heavy metal guys the heavy metal guys love the cover into a fucking punk yeah. song <laughs> I gotta say for me this one was probably my least favorite of the Sex Pistols or on yeah. this album? On this album. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, it's kind of out of place. I mean, it made sense in context because yeah. all those bands, like even Slayer, they were influenced by you know a lot of the punk bands, especially yeah. like Sex Pistols. But it does kind of have that sort of... Oh, Anarchy really? in the UK is probably one of the most pop punk songs besides The Clash's uh, Rock it's like, the it's Casbah. Like, yeah. It's basically... Can we agree it's the Sex Pistols Inner Sandman? I mean, do you think that's fair? <laughs> well, think about it, Russell. How many other fucking Sex Pistols songs just, do you know um, other than God Save the Queen? No, you don't. Sorry. No. It's got to be that one. That's their fucking Inner Sandman. Never mind the bollocks. Here's Inner Sandman. <sighs> Look, isn't that a shame? Yeah. Does that indicate, then, that the ladies aren't Were they really even a fan a real band of the bollocks? Then? Weren't the Sex Pistols kind of like a boy band? They were, like, put together by... <laughs> Boy band, I, I mean, I need to read up on this. They were like a misfit. I thought they drug were put boy together band. by a fashion design company. Really, who was trying to sell punk rock clothing, and they found these people and kind of threw them together and started recording records. I could be completely off. Fucking, and that would be hilarious. You know, if that's true, that's actually hilarious. Th- this could be another one of those Mandela things where I just think that that that's what happened. But I could have swore I've either seen a documentary or read something that they were actually, you know, kind of kind of forced together uh, to kind of like the monkeys, kind of a thing. Yeah. You know. Wow. So you think the monkeys were like one of the first boy bands? Yeah, they didn't. Is that possible? They didn't really play there. You know, they were a big influence on the Beatles, though. You know what else they're a big influence on? What's that? Pox. Apparently. Yeah, true. Apparently, you know, because when, when one thing just falls away, it's like, you know what? Let's create another one. Let's yeah. Make it well, that, all you got to do is go to Spain and go to one of these raves and have sex with men, and you get the monkey pox. I've never even been to a rave, dude. I love Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> never done that either. All yeah, right, then. Go to a gay um, rave. I don't know. Uh, well. Or is that a garave? That's how they pronounce it in Spain, I'm sure. Garave, don't you think? Probably. Garave? That'd be in French. That's how they pronounce it in Swanch. And where? It's like Swiss France. Swanch. Uh, Swanch. It's not Swiss. It's not French. It's Swanch. Well, uh, how about a little Mary Jane? A little bit of the so, first side close out. Sorry, going back to the Sex Pistols, they only had one album? Yeah, never, never mind, mind the balls. Never mind the balls. Here's the dick. That's, that's basically the name of the album. That's well, crazy, huh? You had the whole right. Sid Vicious death thing that kind of heroin they had like the super relaxers i think that were giving them problems 
You ever watched Sid and Nancy? No, I've heard about mm-hmm. it, but I've never sad, seen, never sad seen it. Yeah. It makes you want to take a shower when you're done with it. Was there a lot of good sex scenes in it or something? Or? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just that whole heroin scene is just fine. Oh. It's gross. Yeah, it's kind of dark. Yeah. Little dark. Mary Jane? I think it's safe yes, to say. Please. Nancy was the a great Courtney love of the of the sex. The Courtney love of the. Never mind. She killed him. In other words. Wait for it. Allegedly. This is very melodic compared to the prior album. He was high as fuck when he wrote this. Yeah. In fact, Mary Jane was probably the safest thing that he was consuming at this point. I always like that melody. He has certain chord progressions that are just like a staple to Megadeth. You can hear like it. Like his palette. You can hear it in so many of the songs. Yeah. Like Moments that. of this is sound like in my darkest hour a little bit, you know? Very well, just similar. the way he does those chords, yeah. it, it's that pace or that yeah. cadence, I guess. You know, it's the build, yeah. too. The way he builds. Musically, it's beautiful, though. I mean, it's, like, really... What it changes into pleasant. after this. Yeah. They're more of a guitar band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. But then here... I know I'm going crazy... Riff wise, that sounds like that could be on the next album. Rust. Yeah. Must be. Uh-huh. Let's listen to the way that he sung that. Annunciation. That's right, man. <laughs> man, I'm, the next one, I, I dug the next one, man, because it had like, uh, you know, uh, police sirens and stuff on it, you know. So many people didn't like how he, his vocals. I, I like it. So, I think it matches the music really so, well. I mean, some of it at it the time. It does match the music. Yeah. yeah. For sure. But at the time, some of the lyrics were. Well, you had so many different types of vocalists in that. Uh, you know, from don't give me Tom that shit look. He did. He looked right at. He goes, "You got so many vocalists in that." I knew it was going to come. Right. So I just <laughs> gave him his space. Thank you for that. And uh, you know, I think Hetfield was kind of the gold standard. Yeah, you know, 
Cause sure. well, he was, he was, it was more commercial with him. Right. Whether but it wasn't intentional. Right. It's just how it was. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you write how you write. Well, Whether you went he, from rat and Cinderella and that type of vocal. And then all you had, all of a sudden you had Hetfield's voice and it was, it was different than. Well, yeah, even the content. Crew. Yeah. But yeah. even what, even on kill them all, it was way more com- like kill them all is way more commercial than, than anything that, um, Slayer done. or Megadeth. Yeah. Well, the lyrics were more, not even commercial, but more accessible to the point where it's like, all right, you could hit a big audience with this. Well, the songs, like they're, the songs seemed like they were simple. Yeah. Like not that they were more put together. It's just, they were, it was this, Simpler. this, this, this boom. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't kind of, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, but well, like some of the lyrics, some of Dave's lyrics can almost be, not necessarily cringy or sophomore, almost maybe too obvious, you mm-hmm. know. So maybe that's the the difference. But then again, it's like the great thing about Dave's lyrics is they all come from a place of anger. So it's like yeah. it's genuine. You're getting Dave. You're getting a hundred percent Dave. Mm-hmm. Well, Get these that. are more these are more like guitar pieces, right? Than songs as a as a lyrical. Which thing. goes back to what I was saying earlier. I think he focused much more on the guitar. Yeah. Uh, like the vocals were an afterthought at first. Now, you know, like I said, from rest in peace on, he became much more vocal. Well, and that yeah. hints the songwriting development. Right, That's right, where yeah. same even with Metallica. I mean, it's like the vocals got to where they were a little more esoteric and deeper, deep and more, you know, I would say like, uh, uh, master of puppets was a perfect balance. Like the vocals were great in it, the guitar was great in it, yeah. you know, and then even the bass you could actually hear it. Yeah, and Justice yeah. was kind of the same way, but then uh, couldn't hear the bass. Once on you got the black album, it became a rock and roll vocal album, and from there then on up until the newer stuff. But, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I don't uh, call that rock. And that roll. was just a whole lot metal. of uh, Rosie. Yeah, yeah. A whole lot of Russ. Pull over, shithead. Brain vomit. This is the cops. forgot about that. Almost hear that in Rest in Peace. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's the '80s. Everybody do hammer-ons. Woo! Look, everybody, we're all Steve By and Eddie Van Halen all together. <laughs> I love this next line. Cigarettes and burgers and caffeine and alcohol. Fuck yeah, man. Call that breakfast.
cue the sound effects. And go. You know what's funny about that? What's that? With the whole, not necessarily with the siren in the background, but mm. like with the car crash. Mm. That totally mimics one of Bill's favorite killer openers of all time. Oh, yeah. Detroit Rock City. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was I was like, what are you, th- I don't, he knew I don't it. know what I you're mean, talking about. Russell yeah. knew it automatically. Uh, of course, Russell knew it. I know you got yes. amnesia. It's fine. But yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 That always cracks me up. All right, and then uh, the next one's their first power ballad. Yeah, which and was kind of more like a dirge than a power was ballad. So cool seeing them in that uh, decline of the Western civilization, the metal years. That's a pretty cool because everybody that. else in that. Go back and watch that if you hadn't watched it in a long time. Was it on Prime? I believe so. I'll have to come to your house. Oh, I think you can it. watch it on YouTube now for or free. Or I could watch it there. Um, it's. It's too expensive. It's so depressing for these these guys. You know, they're like, if I don't make it, I'm just going to kill myself. I mean, there's so many, and it was all these uh, glam guys. It was primarily bands like uh, London, London, which was the boot camp for every musician that went on to make it in other well, bands. Y- Nikki Six. Well, it's funny that you bring Israel, that up because, yeah. like, over the weekend, I saw the Metal Lords movie, which, yeah. by it's the funny. way, is phenomenal. It's I enjoyed funny. it. I yeah. enjoyed the shit out I'm of it. I'm glad you liked it. I enjoyed it. But the it. thing that, that stuck with me, though, is the fact that. Did you see the dude, Goblin Cock poster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking <great>. hilarious. <laughs> and I loved it. A billion. I love Goblin Cock. Thank you for Cop. that. Yeah. But anyway, I was just watching it. It just made me, th- just made me think. I was like, fucking A, man. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't forget what I was going to say. It's good vape. No, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, what were you just talking about? You were talking I was about, talking about the metal years. Metal and years. What I was going to say is... Uh, oh, image. The focus on image. Right. The obsessive... It's like worry more so about image than the music. The right. one thing about these guys and Metallica and even yeah. to an extent, really these guys in Metallica and probably even Anthrax Slayer didn't matter about image. Well, Slayer kind of had that whole image thing until At after the beginning. Hell yeah. Waits, and then oh, it was yeah. like, all right, nobody wants to see us in raccoon makeup. That's cool. We're, we're done. Yeah. But the, the Metal Years thing, I remember when it came out, I want to say that we went and saw it at the movie theater maybe. I, like me and Tommy. and Was that a major release? I think it was. Of it maybe for a weekend or two. Right. I, I can't remember. Maybe we watched it on VHS. I, but the, the point I'm trying to make in a very long extended period of time. Russell's Reflections <laughs> ASMR. Yes. Uh, I was watching this movie and the whole fucking... Like, if, if the hardest metal guys were Ozzy. You know, he was in it. And Chris Holmes, right, from Wasp. And But the majority of it's all these big teased hair... Um, you know, glam bands. Right. But then, like the last fifteen or twenty minutes, they go into the whole Megadeth okay. p- portion, which they show them in the studio recording uh, in my darkest hour. And I just thought that was super cool. I was, it was cool to see Ozzy in it. I didn't give a shit about Faster Pussycat and all the other bands. They they pretty much. But it's cool when our shit. Yeah, the they did. Yeah, like when Thrash is in it, it's like, oh, cool, finally yeah, I'm oh, gonna perk up. Yeah, so it was like that whenever they'd show like a special or something on the news about metal when I was younger. Right. It's like. Unless it's anybody I've heard of, I don't give a shit. Right. And, uh, Bang Tango, Faster Pussycat, and Slayer. That's okay, Slayer. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'll tune in for that. 
20 seconds? Okay, after that, no, I'm out. Done. And the and the coolest part about it was when they were doing the Megadeth portion, it was just blue jeans and T-shirts. There was no leather and fucking hairspray. And like, like the first hat or the first... 75% of that movie was all focused yeah. on those LA glam bands. Yeah. And, then, and I think it had to do with the fact that thrash had just kind of come into the, the market, you know, was starting well, it was to start, be, it was starting to kind of get its claws into the dirt, right. kind of take over. And, and it was kind of, it was cool that that was the end of the show. Cause it was kind of like, okay, well we were doing all this and now you got this. You know? right. Yeah. So I kind of liked how that was presented. Anyway, very cool. I'll shut up and uh, let's play some fucking music. Let us. Let you go. In my darkest hour. Thank you, Cliff Burton. I always like this song. It's a good song. Would appear also to be the longest on the album. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere I might have the guitar tab for this. I think I asked to learn. There's some great lines during this song too. Oh yeah, yeah. as I remember. And you just laugh. Well, ha, ha, you <laughs> bitch, bitch. <laughs> That's great. Dude, it's so slow. It's like stoner metal. Skip, yeah. Play, play a little bit of the first verse and then kind of skip it to a little bit yeah. where it picks up. But here it was. Yeah. All mouth. Solo. 
reminds me of suicidal a little bit. I can hear that. Yeah. Uh, how I'll have tomorrow, kind of a little bit. Just reminded me of, like the super noodly noodly shreddy shreddy of the late eighties. You know? Yeah. That song builds so good from beginning to end, though. Like, it starts off with the acoustic kind of part. Very and then at the end, it's, Yeah, it's, like, super fast and shreddy. It's quite the prog rock song, isn't it? I think that's probably in my top five Megadeth songs. Think? I think so. Uh, I think I it's got to be. That's a good fucking You know what's song. funny? On the original good it was. cassette version, I don't even think they did it on this one. They it's added 10 it. seconds longer on this one. Longer? Dude. Hey, man, my dick's 10 seconds longer than some, some people's. Yeah, on the was, original, though, in my darkest hour, it didn't start with that little boo doo 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 doo. It just went right into dun, it. Dun, dun. What? No, it oh. started. It w- started right in without the. You know how there's the little clean part, yeah. And then it starts mm-hmm. with the drums and the bass on the cassette. That first little, those first little notes mm-hmm. whoosh, cut off. So it starts right in at the. Well, there's 10 that's seconds difference because yeah. it says on the reissue it was 6 minutes and 26 cents. 26, 26 seconds. 26 cents? Yes. Is that how much it was? That's what it showed. Longer. Seriously? Ooh. You're a liar. I love this song. Especially that middle part right before the solo. Almost sounds like a Nugent riff. Kinda. Run a lot faster. Yeah. But faster. Faster Wango. That's a great name for a band. Bang Wango. (laughs) I've heard this in forever. This song's awesome. Master Puppets? Yeah. A little. I can't do that. Wait for it. That was badass. <laughs> it's, just it's just like no, that little transition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome. You know, Ellison had a lot to do with all these songs, too. Yeah, writing. Indeed. He had a good bass sound, too. Oh, yeah. His bass sound was always solid. I like this part. when I first heard it. You see enough? 
so good at ruining shit. Wait, what, what was that? R.E.M. That's the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. How dare you? I'm oh, the worst man. at ruining shit. <laughs> That's terrible. Six o'clock TV hour. Yeah, but you know what? Whore that I am, I'm going to hashtag R.E.M. out there just for fun, and we'll get all no, the won't. R.E.M. people to be like... Bill probably has like a fucking filter program where it's like, you know what, REM, delete, 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 Pretty much. nope. I thought about doing that, man. I thought about literally putting like the N word in every one of our show notes going forward. <laughs> By N word, let me be, let me be clear. Nike. No. Yeah. Nickelback. Ah. Just start throwing that, dumping that in every single one of them. That's Bill in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> And now, and yeah. now, the killer closer. And now, the killer closer. On the original. Not only the killer closer. You know what? Fucking A, is that on the. Fuck. I was hoping that would be one of the ones where it had the Paul, the Paul Laney, Laney, mix. Laney mix. Because that's one of my nope. favorites. Frankly, not only just because of the whole acronym thing about freedom and what freedom really means, but the one part of the song I have to, have to, have to, have to, have to hear before we end yeah. is the last verse. Okay. Going into the last chorus. I bet you Bill can make that happen. I'm sure he can. Those tentacles are a blessing. Not even. And magical. Let's be honest. Read those lyrics. This is one of my favorites for sure. Base. Yeah. Junior. That was cool. Fuck it. This should be the new national anthem for South America. America.
William. Can we fast forward a little closer to the end? That's almost like right here. Yes. Metal. Yeah, <laughs> I that's some industrial metal band. I don't hear the tambourine. No, it's in there. Hook in mouth. I'm not a fish. I'm a man. Yeah. Ooh. No. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is that Dave's? Yeah. I can't do that. That's not. That's not right for Dave. No. 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 Hey, Dave. Here's Dave's. Yeah. Compared to James's. Yeah. James's. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not enough. It's insignificant. But you know what? The lyrics and that song. That's a good one. Go read them. Actually, you know what? Print those out and mail those to your local representative. Rip. And also uh, photocopy a picture of your middle finger and send that to him as well. There's the Megadeth beer. Yeah. Saison oh, like a, a Tout Lemon. Tout Lemon beer. That's a high gravity one too. Six about six point one percent ABV. No, the two Lamont's only four point five because it's it's French and whatever this uh, it's a toot. It's a weak little French. Thing. Well, this this is it's a tutor. This is Unibrew Sasson Thirteen Megadeth. What? I was looking at the one on the left. It says strong beer too. right next to it. Strong right. beer. <laughs> yes. Dang on, strong beer. Uh, two Lamont's only four and a half, man. I wish we'd have had that. Today. You can drink like twenty eight of them. Oh, they got hot chicks drinking uh, Megadeth beer. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, track wise, would y'all would y'all change the tracking? Yeah, to probably take the uh, instrumental, drop it later. Yeah, well, I'd definitely do that. But yeah. I was going to say I'd take the uh, uh, Sex Pistols song cover out of it. Out of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, remember, think about it. If you took that out, okay, this album's only thirty four twenty six total. Uh, I mean, if you took that out, it would be... Wasn't there a video for that? Yeah, there was a video was. For yeah. That, yeah, It seems like that was the big hit of the album. <laughs> it kind of was. And that I, was also probably yeah. after eight years of people like... Well, it was commercial. We hate conservatism in a successful, thriving economy. Uh, we got to shit all over it. Let's do some punk. I don't think it was... I don't think it was political. I don't think it was 88, bro. Everybody, Everything's not political. It, a lot well, it is now, I mean, but it, it wasn't then. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that is. I think they did it because um, it was fun for them to do, but that was probably the biggest single off the fucking album. Basically, it was. Because it was extremely commercial. Well, that one and In My Darkest Hour, I think, were the only videos. I thought they had a video for that one, too. They did. As swell. They did. Yeah, I would have liked to have heard, like, another actual track instead of a cover, but I get that back then. I got a story to tell. Uh Uh-oh. No, go ahead. Finish yours. I, I just was going to say that I get, I get back then. It's like, you know, we had to, well, we got to put a record out. Man, you can't have seven songs on it, man. It makes you look like a prog rock band. You got to have four and four, dude. Four on one side, four on the other. What you going to do? Word. Well, you know, Metallica made a bunch of money with that dang old Garage Days record. Fuck it. Put a cover song on there, son. Well, Megadeth did a bunch of covers. Yeah, I mean, they did a, they did a 
They did a cover in every album, bits. basically. Yeah, they did. Up until, I think Rust. this might have been the last one. Yeah, I don't think they had one on Rust. <laughs> this is the last Megadeth album of the cover, ladies and gentlemen. How about uh, that? Cover so. song, not album cover. Anyway, you were saying Russell. Well, I just had a, a brain fart. Um, uh-huh. yeah, Didn't yeah. mean to axe body spray in your face. No, I learned something this week, and it has nothing to do with Megadeth or anything to do with this fucking episode whatsoever. Okay. But I thought tool videos they have some cool videos yeah. right yeah. so tools cool i saw a video for 46 and 2 that i've seen for years five years six years something like that. but it's not a tool video it's a fan made it it's a part of the movie pan's what? labyrinth really pan's labyrinth have, yeah have y'all seen this it's a Video for 46 and 2. Where I did they, see Pan's Labyrinth years ago. but They have the creature the sitting at the table where he puts the eyeballs in his hands and then puts his hands over his face so he can see. Eyeball in my hand. Okay. And, and it was... Until totally missed that. Anyway, I just didn't know this. And the other day, my daughter... I had, I had YouTube playing on the TV, and that video came on. And my daughter is like, oh, that's uh, Pan's Labyrinth. That's that's the movie Pan's Labyrinth. And I'm like, mm. yeah, well, no, that's a tool video. Like, <laughs> uh, it's both. And, and Adam Jones, you know, is a major special effects guy. He was doing that before he was in Tool. He was like really? special effects and, um, I mean, big movies like uh, Edward Scissorhands. Um, look at that. He, he's like credited for all these movies and special effects horror movies. He was like big on like Halloween and Nightmare mm. on Elm Street yeah. and shit like that. Before he was in Tool. So I was like, no, nah, that's totally Adam Jones's shit right there. And no, nah, I was completely fucking wrong. It was somebody took a scene from a movie, Pan's Labyrinth, and put it as a Tool video, but it matches the song perfect. Oh, cool. it's creepy so it's kind of like Wizard of Oz, Pink Floyd style. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's creepy as shit. I mean, that Is whole it creepy scene. that it syncs up so perfectly? Yeah, but it's creepy that that would even be put in a movie. I'm like, God. I could see it being a tool video. <laughs> I can't see it being a mainstream movie. You want to hear something creepy? Mm. I don't do a lot of impressions, but I got I got a good one. Giant up impression. It's kind of new. I just started doing it after, you know, they finally gone to, you know, the jury. You know, jury's out, by the way. Johnny, Johnny won. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't get shit because uh, I guess she doesn't Virginia. have the money to pay him. Well, she doesn't have the money to pay him, <laughs> and uh, Virginia didn't pay out that much. But yeah. um, it's still a great quote. I stand behind it. I'm going to do it tonight in the Aniston at Happy Hour uh, Comedy Club, which by the time this comes out, y'all won't really care. But uh-huh. you know what? Hey, Dora, you want to hear my uh, Johnny Depp impression? Don't do it. It's uh, a trap. I'm going to do it. You ready? No. <sighs> Well, she may have lost the case, but she's still a mega cunt. Ah, thank you. That was my Johnny Depp impression. Tell me, Amber Heard, his uh, lovely and talented and full of shit ex-wife. She made a fecal delivery. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that term. A fecal delivery. Fecal delivery. Yes, I do that at least thrice every day. Usually, if the fiber, if there's not a lot on of your fiber, pillow. No, dude, I'd go to the bathroom like a normal go. person. I, I got a pillow that floats in the toilet, and it's just I try to aim for it. There's an X on there, and I try to. All right, I got to call my agent. Are we about done with this show? Is this we what are. you were talking about? I got to go uh, empty my balls. Yeah. That's it right there? Yeah. Watch this thing, man. This Uh-oh. Creepy. Watch this thing. Mark the time. It is creepy. <laughs> of course, Russell will bring this up right when I need to go empty my balls. Right. It was intentional. So all this time you thought it was fan-made, but it's not? No, or all this time I thought it, it was a tool video. It is. 
but it makes me kind of want to watch this movie now. Have they adopted so that creepy. as their video? I don't think so. I think this is. Well, like I don't think seen, there ever was a video for have you 46 seen, and 2. Have you seen the, the video for the pot? Yeah. Because that one's unusual. Schism. I think that's actually too. a tool video, but it a lot of them are looks weird. homemade. Most of those are Adam Jones. Most of their, like Sobers, Adam Jones, all, most of their videos, I think, are him. Prison sex. I think God, the way you say that is Adam Jones is sober. Not sober as Adam Jones. Well, this the sober video is one of his productions. Oh, I'm sorry, Russell. One of his productions. I think he makes all the tools videos. Yeah. Okay, that would be trippy as shit. Such a great song. Everything about this song is perfect. You know what? Fuck it. We should do like another album dive of this, considering that the Just last one kind of got all twanglified <laughs> with what, like a five and a half hour episode. Come on, Russell. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting movie. You've seen it? It's been it's been a few years. I think it was all subtitles, and it's one of the best movies I've ever read. I'll say that. And I've heard that that creature is supposed to represent the Catholic Church. Man, he he steps in right when it builds up. We don't have to do the whole thing. I thought Pan was somehow related to the concept of God in terms of like all knowing or. But he takes those eyeballs off that plate and he puts them in his palms and then he holds his hands up and that's how he sees. <laughs> Man, I and do he's that. Much more I... interested than the child than all that food that's piled up in front of it. It's just like a creepy, like yeah. pedophilia disgustingness. And and then these fairies are flying around him and he grabs one and bites his head off and it's fucking gross and creepy as hell. Well, you know, for a dude who jerks off with eyeballs in his hands, I mean, what do you expect? Right. That's the way it works. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, our balls are full of piss and we need to go empty them. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of Metla Nerderia. Go check out the Stoned Hinge. Yeah. yeah. July 2nd. Uh, and, check uh, out their music on the uh, YouTubes, I think. Let us know what you think. You already know the voicemail number. My voice is already exhausted. And uh, until the next, uh, until next, you know what, Russell? We're going to give you the last word. Piper's not here, so that's why you get it. Hummus. That was last time's last word. What, what's this episode's last word of the episode? Pepper jam. Oh, pepper jam. How about Wait, Napoleon? Let's give Napoleon yeah. the last word. I caught you a delicious bass. Ooh, pepper jam bass? There you go. Fuck it. That's the name of the stoner metal band. Mm. Pepper jam bass? Why not? Pepper jam bass. Bass. Cool. Jam bass. Fuck it, hey, we're geniuses. Pe- anyway. Stoned pepper jam. Fucking... <laughs> That's why billion stone ground best. grits. Yeah. Fucking a. If y'all think you have a better name for our stoner metal band, give us a call at nine eight zero six 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 eight one eight two. All right. Thank you. Good night. All right. Thank Bye. you. And till the next. Bye. Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the Butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get Millie some more pasta sauce.
You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes a podcast or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. Your gargoyle tastes delicious in our mouth. It's up. Since you got it up, since you've already pulled it up. Hey man, my dick's 10 seconds longer than some some people's. That's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. It just gets bigger. Watch this thing, man. This thing's creepy. That candy cane just exploded in the back of my throat. My balls fell asleep. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. That's Bill in the corner. <laughs> <laughs>